Welcome to Karate and Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Wong. Oh, kickstart for 11-14-2022. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Halfway through, almost halfway through. Yeah, uh, so tomorrow the episode will come out for our, uh, I don't, I don't want to say what it is, but, no, um, but, but uh, I, I apologize for the tardiness on it, um, you know, life and such and all Things. that. Anyway, speaking of tomorrow, um, I, 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 we talked about a couple of weeks ago or last week, I should say about how many great Blu-rays and re-releases and shit like that, that we're getting this week, um, uh, this month, I should say. Um, one of them was uh, Moon Age Daydream. It's coming out tomorrow. Dude, I just saw it. Yeah. Uh, like a couple weeks ago. I, I'm, I, I wanted to see it in the theater, but I just haven't had time. Obviously, we <laughs> can't record a fucking show. I don't have time to go see a movie in the theater. You know how I am about Bowie. And I, and, and so anything about him, I'm, I'm totally into, especially something like this. And the trailer for it, it just really got me excited for it when I saw it months ago. And I couldn't wait to see it in the theater. And then, of course. Yeah, man. Yeah. Life and such. But it's nice and cheap. It's only 16 bucks on, on Amazon. So I pre-order that and without hesitation, um, I'm excited to see it because it's, um, Tom saw it over, he saw it in the theater uh, over the weekend and he really enjoyed it. Um, what did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was great. I mean, I'm not as big a Bowie fan as most people are, but I don't, you know, I do like him, but I, as I've been told by my good friends, I like the shitty Bowie, <laughs> <laughs> meaning uh, everything from the eighties and beyond. And I don't, I don't, I don't dislike any of I don't dislike any of it, but I do have a stronger connection to um, the uh, serious Moonlight Tour and the Let's Dance and um, Tonight and, you know, those records. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's something to be said. We, we've talked a lot about Duran Duran and Sheik and Niles Rogers, so it's not surprising how much you and I are, we more gravitate towards the Let's Dance stuff. and because right, and, and, it's and, not Rogers. Right, because, and that is his influence on there. I mean, the, what does that say, by the way? I always love this. Niles Rogers, at, who is one of the most prolific and underrated guitar players in the, and that's ever played on a record. And he goes, Hey, I found this kid. His name's Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I'm going to have him play on your record instead of playing on the record himself. Right. Yeah. It says a lot. And then, and, and, and let's dance. <sighs> Crazy man. How good that is. Who stood in for Stevie Ray on the tour? It was, uh, was it Eddie, Eddie Martinez? I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, because and who is an amazing session and live player himself. But yeah, dude, he, I'm really I've been looking forward to seeing this for a while, and because he also did that Cobain doc, Brett Morgan, the director of this, he did he did Cobain, and he's done a bunch of thirty for thirties also. Um, he's really a solid documentarian slash feature teller, and I, I we've talked about thirty for thirty a while back, and it hasn't been a while. It hasn't been uh, uh, recently that we did it. That series, 30 for 30, is it. Oh. The best ones are when there's subject matter I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, always. They figure out a way of making me care. Right, exactly. That's, that's the genius of it. It's like going back to the Roy Firestone show. Like, Roy Firestone can make anyone cry. Yeah. <laughs> and the people that I didn't like the most are the ones he always made cry the most. And then, then I ended up liking him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, it's that ESPN formula. What were we saying before we came on? Fuck ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> <Those bastards. laughs> 
Figure out how to schedule NHL games, damn it. <laughs> One of the things about the Moon Age, Adrian, uh, what I will say, and it's not a slight on any of it, but the best thing about it is the sound. It's, you know, if you're if you're a Bowie fan, that's really, you know, what you you, you would want to hear, I would think. But right. um, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was, you know, I found out a lot of stuff I didn't know. I was thoroughly entertained. It's something you definitely, you're going to want to own if you're like a Bowie fan. You're definitely going to want to pick that up. Yeah, and I expected, like you said, you noted, I expect the Bowie... I expect the sound to sound a certain way. And it's just, it's just like with Cobain, the Cobain doc he did, it, it's very understated, which kind of fits the man and the subject matter. So I expect the Bowie to be the opposite of that. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's not that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to enjoy the shit out of it. I want to hear, I want to, I want to hear your review on it. I'm excited for it. I, I, I'll have to wait till later on in the week to see it. Hopefully it, you know, Amazon ships it when they're supposed to. Cause I it's like one of the, one of the things that's coming out tomorrow that I really looking forward to diving into. Yeah. There's some, and there's some, there's some cool shit coming out this week. Yep. Like on Tuesday, like you said, what was the, uh, what was, what's, what's the big, what's your big pick that's coming out the on 4k? My big pick is, is going to be reservoir dogs. Yeah. What about Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> well, the, is there yeah. these motherfuckers? They they keep getting my money. Well, who was it that was it? I want to say it was Anchor Bay one point, and and was it Artisan? I mean, it was Artisan. Yeah, yeah the one that put out the uh, the 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 colored boxes with the yeah. individual mystery. Yeah, yeah, totally. I have all of them, which I'm sure everybody knows already. Right. If you guys were like, if you were paying attention to DVD right when it hit in '97. And, and started picking up things and checking and really getting into it. You know that between Evil Dead 2 and Reservoir Dogs, there, I don't know if there's been anything released more and, and re-released yeah. more than those two movies. No, no, God, no. Because the first, the, there's the first just bare bones DVD, the one that I don't even think it's letterbox. I think it's fucking. I think it's Pants Dan. <laughs> and it's the original, it's that, it's that original poster. And then they did the uh, that fucking kick-ass um, special edition with Mr. Brown, Mr. Oren, you know, all the covers, which I have all of them, and they're not opened. Well, one of them is. I want to say Mr. White, because I think that was the first one I got, and then I bought the rest of them. I never opened them. Uh, and then there's the gas can release. Right. That's the, that was the first steel like book. gas can. Right. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, man. I mean, and then now, I'm going to let you take it away oh, for dude. this 4K reveal. So... I, I, when it comes to the steel books, I'm kind of iffy and, you know, unless it's, they've done something really special, like when Sergio did the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Also he did dirty dancing. I don't want to forget that one. Both best buy exclusives. So not surprising that this is a best buy exclusive. This is reservoir dogs, 4k steel book. It's really cool. Damn it. Remind me what, what the fucking cop's name is. <laughs> Cause I hate that I'm forgetting this. Uh, Nash. Good Lord. Nash. Yes. Uh, you know, everybody's seen Reservoir Dogs. I, if I'm spoiling something, I apologize. But unfortunately, if you see this steel book, it's going to spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah. You're not spoiling anything. It is a close up profile of Officer Nash with blood dripping down his ear. The slip cover for the movie, when you pull it up to, re to expose the whole steel book, shows his ear cut away. And the title of the movie. Sweet. So that when you when you look at the clear slip cover, it's the ear and it says a reservoir dog. So you see the title of the movie there, but when you pull up the sleeve off completely, you only see the name right there. 
inside the the bloody stump of where his ear is. And what's bad is the way the the blood drips down. It drips down to reveal all four of the men in black, but in red. It's like that traditional Reservoir Dog cover that we talked about is still there, but it's in a really creative form of blood dripping down Officer Nash's face. Fucking cool. Unfortunately, (laughs) it's not even, usually you can get a pre-sale on these and Best Buy hasn't put them up for pre-sale yet. Usually it'll probably hit like around nine o'clock tonight, meaning Monday night. Right. Hopefully they do that because I don't know if it's one of those ones that's going to sell out because this happens a lot with, with their steel books. And then Wednesday morning, they're on eBay, excuse me, Tuesday night, they're on eBay for 60 bucks when it's only a $22 item. Anyway, it looks super cool. I have not seen any reviews of the 4K transfer yet. If you want to get the movie, you can still get a standard 4K. Um, the only thing that's unique to this is that steel book and that, that fun um, packaging that they put together on it. But it's still available in a standard 4K. I don't know if there's a new Blu-ray struck from the 4K um, separate from this because there is a Blu-ray inside of this. So I don't know if they did a standalone blue for uh, uh, struck from that 4K, but who knows? Um, I because I, I don't care because <laughs> at 22 bucks, it, I'm not gonna you know argue about it. Plus, it's great art and everything. But that's a cool one. Yeah, man, I dig it. That's that's my big pick for the week. Other than Pearl, the sequel to X coming out also, which has a dope Walmart exclusive cover. They've now that's three movies this year that Walmart has put out that has unique covers. I right away went to see if they did a Reservoir Dog cover, but you know, it's Walmart. So of course they didn't. No, too scary. Anything special. Yeah. Anyway, so that, I got one more later, but I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead. Uh, What I was going to say, the the one thing I was kind of excited about is uh, also released Tuesday will be uh, on Criterion's releasing the Infernal Affairs trilogy. Which was part of my Criterion B&N purchase last week. And it shipped on Saturday. So I'm excited to get it probably tomorrow or uh, Wednesday. and for those of you who don't know, uh, <laughs> The Departed. <laughs> yes. The Departed has been ripped from Infernal Affairs trilogy. Uh, so anyway, but uh, that doesn't make it a bad movie. Or does it? Who knows? No. It's up to you, the viewer. I poo-pooed it because I was, I was a massive IA fan, like a massive one. So Me too. I felt like uh, when I saw Departed, it was like, I was watching Scorsese's greatest hits. It was like a mixtape. Yeah. And it, I, I enjoyed it. In fact, I enjoyed it more than I watched it. But when I went back and yeah. watched the trilogy again, I'm like going, okay, yeah, that's because I had, I had seen the departed more consecutively than I had seen the trilogy in a long time. So when I went back and watched it about uh, during the pandemic, I watched it and all three of them and I'm like going, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, it's funny because, uh, like, I I like The Departed more now than I did when I saw it in the theater. When I saw it in the theater, I just was like, I, I think I, you know, again, I had my, uh, you can't fucking remake that movie, you know, that whole thing on. And <laughs> and again, I also, I felt like I was watching a bunch. Of, it was like a greatest hits for Scorsese, and it kind of is. You know, it's a mixtape of all these best moments. Like, I felt like. You know, there's just beats in there that you've seen in all those movies and just, they're kind of strung together, but it is a good movie. Yeah. And I have seen it several times since then and I like it a lot more than I did on its original release. The other thing I wanted just to throw out there because I can and because I never thought I'd see a Blu-ray is Airplane 2, the sequel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also being released, um, you know, if anyone cares, I do. I mean, I probably will pick it up. I want to say I maybe... I can't say that's a fucking lie. I was going to say I've seen Airplane 2 more than I've seen Airplane, but that is absolutely not true because Airplane is a movie that I can watch 
any single day of the week. Mm-hmm. I can watch it back to back. And Airplane Two, I can watch any day, once a month, if I if I was if I if I chose to, and still be entertained. It has some good gags in it. Yeah. It does have Julie Haggerty and Robert Hayes in it, yeah. and I never get sick of them. Leslie Nielsen doesn't show up. I don't think. Uh, now that I'm being put on the spot, but you do get William Shatner. <laughs> and yeah, William Shatner's kind of in place of... Uh, and kind of Robert Stack. Robert Stack, yeah. Uh, but Airplane 2 is fun, man. I mean, there's some really good gags and then there's some not so good gags. There's yeah. Sonny Bono as a fucking uh, mad bomber <laughs> on the space shuttle on its way to the sun or wherever the fuck they're going. No, they're going to the moon and they uh, they get they head toward the sun and it gets really hot and yeah. it's up to Ted Stryker to save the day. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Airplane 2, man. There's lots of inspired gags in it. Really is like yes. stuff that that easily could have, could have come from the the Zucker Abrams factory easily. And you know how like a good number two? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And this fits. It's a good number two. It's a good number two. Oh, I was just saying it's one a lot of people don't choose when it comes to good number twos. Well, people don't usually, I mean, it's funny. Like I want to say people don't even realize, some people I know don't even realize that there is an airplane too. Yeah. Or if they if they do, they just heard it was bad from somebody who was like, it's not good, man. It's the same. Well, of course it's the same fucking thing. You know, most sequels are the same fucking thing over again, but that's why they made it a sequel. People <laughs> liked it. Our video store, people would rent it by accident. Sure. Cause the box looks similar. Yep. Yeah. And I actually, we had the, um, we had the, at our video store, the mom, pa store that we had that I worked at, we had the traditional styrofoam put in the box kind of thing with little, with little tags hanging from the hooks. One day I just went down to the, the corner Rexall pharmacy where they had stickers and decals. And I got this giant red number two and I put it on the front of it just so people would understand this is not the same movie. Yeah. Because they come back and they go, I want a refund. This is like, oh, dude, it's like, what am I going to tell you? And um, that's something that happened a lot too. If you, I don't know if you were uh, multi-tag, multiple tags kind of uh, video store when you worked there, at, when you did those, uh, your time in the video store, your time as if it was prison. My time. Yeah. The, sometimes the tags get put in the wrong spot. Yeah. This wasn't one of those. This happened all the time. And people just go, ooh, and then grab it. And they just re- don't realize they grabbed the wrong one. And I got to the point, too, after put, even when I put the sticker on there, I kept asking, you know, this is the second one. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> so I just want to make sure. sure. No. It says Airplane 2, the sequel on it, dude. And the plane is tied in two knots. Yeah. Anything else I should fucking point out before you rent this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's <laughs> it's funny because uh, it, it is a movie that, uh, I mean, we it's something that like this movie and Up the Creek, I I feel responsible for th- these movies going, getting rented where, in the video store I worked when I was a kid, like in 1985, 86, whatever it was, because those are two movies I would put on. As soon as my ship would start, I would put on up the creek or I'd put on airplane too. And within a matter of 15 minutes, they would both be rented. <laughs> That's just what I'm going to, I'm going to fucking go out on a limb and say, somebody owes me some money. Yeah. <laughs> Rental money. Airplane too. I do a Blu-ray. Who would have ever thought? I mean, I never thought I would ever see it on a, you know, it's one of those things. Would you ever think you're going to see that on a Blu-ray? No. No. But there it is. When Paramount Pictures put out their, their special editions for airplane I thought, I think we both said at the time, like, well, we both know they're not going to do this, get this kind of treatment to the second one, but maybe this will right. set it up to at least get us a Blu-ray for the second one. And here we are a year and a half later and we got one. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, that's a plus. Yeah. I dig it. That's kind of what I'm excited about release wise. 
other than that, I mean, there's more stuff, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We got plenty of time. Yeah. All of these movies come. There's a lot of movies coming out in November. Yeah. Some really, really, really good ones. There's one more 4K thing I want to mention and then another box set, but this is just a standard Blu-ray and both of them are from Shout. And I, I got to say recently, Shout Factory with their 4K releases have been really solid. I never thought I'd see the day where they would ever dip their toe into that part of the pool, but they have, and they've really done an exceptional job with the with their 4K releases. Now, I'm not so big into Halloween franchise that I bought those, but I've seen the quality of the, the transfers. And if they can make the 1978 movie look as good as it does, then it kind of tells you they're given the same treatment that they give to the rest of their boutique releases that you've come to love the same way with the 4Ks. One of those, and I don't know if you know it's coming out tomorrow, they're doing used cars in 4K. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw, I, I was going to say that, and I was like, oh, I'm sure Corey's going to bring it up. And it's funny because I just, <laughs> I haven't even opened my Blu-ray uh, of used cars yet that I bought during, was it 2020 when it came out? Right. I just haven't gotten around to it yet <laughs> for some reason. Again, no reviews yet on the quality video because that really is that that comes down to because you know it's going to have all the extras and all the extras are going to be in HD just like the other release that you haven't opened yet. Yeah. But also the other thing I wanted to throw out there was they have a Sunny Chiba collection coming out. Yep. And what's dope about this Sunny Chiba collection, it's not all the obvious ones that we've seen over the years that seem to be, I don't know. Do you feel like the, all this, the Street Fighter movies that that they're almost like they're public domain, almost like Evil Dead 2? Or- no, they are. They are public domain, uh, I'm evil. pretty sure, or well, they were. Go. But I mean, I feel also after the movie True Romance came out, everybody and their mother had fucking clamored and, you know, they were all swearing to God they'd seen Street Fighter a hundred times. Yeah. And knew, oh, Bullshit. All those movies, man. Sister Street Fighter. Uh. But I'll be honest, dude. That's, that's where I first heard of him. And I'm not going to, I'll never pretend to be anything other than a fan since that point, but I'm never going to ever say that I knew who he was before that. Yeah. Cause to me, the word, when I hear the word Chiba, I think of a weed when I think of <laughs> When I hear Chiba. So by the time 93 rolled around and True Romance came out, I didn't, I had never heard, uh, heard of the man before. Um, but this release is pretty dope. It's got both Yakuza Wolf movies. Um, it's got shit. Body, body, body Arkiba, um, Body Arkiba 2, Shogun Shadow, Samurai Reincarnation, Swords of Vengeance. Swords of Vengeance was the first thing I saw of his that wasn't one of the Street Fighter movies. Yeah, it's quality. Now, if this is anything like their other releases of some of their their Asian titles. And if it's anything like what Arrow did with the Shaw Scope stuff, I'm really looking forward to this. It's it's on sale right now for pre-sale for 29 bucks. By the way, oh, I want to make a note too. I mentioned, you mentioned Infernal Affairs and I mentioned that it comes out and it's still during the B&E sale that goes until the 28th of November. Amazon has caught up and they're almost everything that's on Criterion is half off there too. So if you don't want to have to spend 75 bucks to get free shipping from, <laughs> from the, the, the people over at B&E and because here's the thing, you're, it's like, it's, it's the lesser of two evils. Like which one do you want to give your money to? Which behemoth? Do you want to give your money to Amazon or do you want to give your money into Barnes and Noble? Sure. So you're just kinda, yeah. kinda pick one. Up. Pick one. It's the, that's kind of how it, it, I look at it. Pick one. I think I have my used cars unopened from the last release when last sale, maybe like, uh, maybe I got it last year. I know I didn't get it on the initial release like you did, but I think it's somewhere around in the last year or so. But yeah, it's still sitting on the shelf because I just re- redid the movies in the library and realized those two big shelves I have for movies, I've run out of space. So, love that. 
Yeah, I got, dude, I'm, I'm I'm in the same boat. I, I gotta get. I'm, well, I'm get, I just boxed up a bunch of stuff that I am getting rid of, and I'm I'm actually donating. There's a new video store that's opening up in Burbank, a rental place that rents. They're 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 selling VHS tapes for a dollar, but they are renting DVDs and Blu-rays, um, and players. I think um, they're you know they're at the corner. I don't remember the name, but I can tell you where it's at. It's at the corner of Magnolia and Hollywood Way, right across the street from Portos. And uh, I am mm. donating probably I don't know 100, 150 DVDs to the guy to rent out, and uh, you know because I don't want to throw them away. Right on. And fill the landfill. Uh, I got a bunch of Blu-rays that got four K replacements, so I might have to. I was just going to give them away in the show, but now I might I might need me to roll them down there and. Donate them. Yeah. Look, I mean, look, I thought it was cool. Like just see, you know, there are no rental places, so why not? You know, and the guy yeah. was cool. I walked in and, you know, and he's in, in it, it's, it, the place is fun and it's kind of retro. And, you know, he had some interesting stuff, but I know I got a lot of stuff in there that, you know, is not just common, like t- DVDs you'd buy on Tuesday at Target when they came out. There's a bunch of stuff in there that, you know, maybe people want to rent it. Maybe they don't. <laughs> That'll be up to him to figure out, but uh, it's cool. I'll, I'll get the name of that place when I drop them off and we'll plug it the next time we, uh, we record. Right. You know, dude, how did I go to the wrong fucking striper show? Right. Okay. I'm going to put this link in the, <laughs> we discovered this after last week's kiss kickstart had already um, gone out and uh, uh, guitar world had posted uh, a video of somebody posted on YouTube um, from the Saturday show at the Whiskey, which was the one of the the, the second of the two nights, uh, the one after yours that you went with Zollers yep. to, they had a power outage, <laughs> and in and the thing, the point that we were making, we were talking about the you know briefly about our how long we've been following the band for and the kind of stand up people they are. This kind of tells the story of and and it kind of like supports what we're saying. No power. They busted out a battery-powered gig amp. Both Oz and Mike Sweet plug into it to play guitar. And unfortunately, uh, there was no way of drumming. So Robert Sweet just got out of his snare and just tapped on it with his hands. And they did, how many songs did they do? Two? Two or three. Two or three. And the, the power was out for about 30 minutes. And even with the guitar playing through his little amp, it was loud enough. But Michael sang loud enough for everybody in the club to oh, hear. Oh, dude, he sounded great, too. <laughs> and you know, my, so this, so the next time, we, we were raving about how great his voice sounded, sounds even these days, even live or on the current records. Here he is belting out in a club without the assistance of amplification of his mic, and he can sing. It's almost like you would probably hear him backstage in the green room warming up. Yep. It's that kind of belting out, and he sounded fucking so good, dude. I don't... Yeah, what a treat because they still played the full set even after that and they still finished the show. Great thing about the Strip is they still don't, unlike like the Greek and other places like that where they have curfews, you go as late as you need to. So, Dude, no one, yeah, no, no one shuts down the Sunset Strip. Nope. What a treat though for the people that were there, especially if they went to both nights, you know, and that, that what, that's so cool. Like we both said, that says all you need to know about who those guys are and, and, and how much respect and, and love they have for the people that follow their music. Pretty amazing, man. Yep. Good, good times. Yeah. I will post that link in the, in the show notes. Cause it's really something cool. Even if you're not into their music, the fact that they did that is yeah, pretty damn cool. I, my voice doesn't even sound the same 
as I did when I was 20. Forget about the singing aspect of it. Granted, the dude goes to doctors and takes care of his voice and has for years, but. Sure. Well, you know all the socials. It's all this usual stuff. Oh, On the Way Out, Run the Jewels. Four has a has a remix album called Quattro, and it's all uh, remixes and additional vocals supported by Latin America producers and artists. So check that out too. It's streaming everywhere. Pre-order on Run the Jewels website. That was the last little thing I wanted to throw out there. But there you go. Run the Jewels. You're going to get a double taste this week. That episode will drop tomorrow. And then the usual Friday episode for that, that will be part of the theme that we mentioned earlier. That'll be tied to tomorrow's episode as well as episode next week. Those will be the three. And then we'll start, and then, then it's December. And then we're getting into the good stuff. Not the good stuff, but the stuff we've been itching to do for a year and a half. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Cool. All right. Every, Great. Every enjoy your week and share the show. Damn it. I'll, 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 yes. I'll be, you know, let, maybe I'll start posting on Twitter again the episode so people can share those. So it's not this echo chamber of, is this guy going to burn it down? Is he going to burn it down? Is he going to burn it down? Joetel Edgio for.